Good morning. Well, when I was preparing for this homily this, uh, this morning, I was reading several other homilies that other uh, the scholars had made. And one of them went, really struck me very interesting. He said that one time he was at a hospital and there was an uh, elderly woman in the hospital. And as he was administering to her, she turned to him and she says, you know, Father, I, I was going to be a nun. And he said, he said I, I had to, to snicker a little because I knew she had nine children. And he, and he proceeded to respond to her by saying, was this after you had the nine children or before you had the nine children? Uh, and I, to tell you the truth, the funny thing about that is I have heard numerous times myself, uh, people coming to me and saying, uh, I was gonna be a priest or I was gonna be a nun. And I'm thinking, well, what happened? And what happened? Uh, you know, if, if were you called for that or did you, were you called for something else? Are you regretting what you've done or regretting the, your life, looking at, at it in the past? And that's, that's the whole response of this, this passage is, is all about. Well, you, you heard of that first passage with Samuel, listening to the Lord. And at first, at first time, he didn't understand it. He didn't know what Lord was speaking to him. And of course, even the scholars refer to this, the Lord speaking to him as a vision. Even though he did not see the Lord, he, 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 the Lord spoke to him. And he spoke to him two, three times, and he still didn't get it. He kept on saying, you know, did you call to somebody else? And to uh, Elijah, and Elijah said, no. Finally, Elijah realizes God is speaking to him. And he says to him, he directs him to understand that God is speaking to you. Isn't that a re remarkable understanding of, that God calls us in many ways, talks to us in many ways, speaks to us and gives us guidance in many ways, but we're too, we're too uh, concerned about what other things are going on or we may not have, have that complete understanding that God is there. You know, how many times I've, I've heard it over, over and over again, you know, I've been praying to the Lord and he hasn't answered me. And I said, well, are you sure? God has spoke, speaks to all of us. He speaks to us and, may, and we have, sometimes have to be in the right frame of mind, right uh, awareness of that. And of course, in the, that second reading today from, from, from Paul to the, to the Corinthians, I, you know, I, I mentioned this to you before, the Corinthians were not known for their innocence. They were, they were very well known for their little debauchery. And so he's proceeding to tell them, he turns to them and he says to them, he says, you know, make certain that the, you, the desires that you have in this world are put aside so that you may hear the Lord. He's telling them that. He's making them aware that we, we can get so caught up with the things of this world that we seem to forget that God's presence is with us. And he's constantly calling and talking to us but we get so caught up with other things. We, you know, we are reminded, I, I, I had somebody come up to me uh, last night telling me, they said, the Lord hasn't listened to me. That I did not win that $850 million uh, lottery. I said, well, neither did I. 
but he still talks to us. He still is there with us. And it's a reminder to us that we are, sometimes we need to put ourselves aside uh, and put our, the things of this world aside so that we may hear him. I have been on numerous retreats where the, the retreat master turns to us and says, you know, now I want you to send you back to your room and I want you to spend one hour in silence. And some of the guys would say, what do I do? Listen, he says, listen to the Lord. Give the a chance, but sometimes we get so caught up with what we're doing that we seem to forget. And that goes right along with the gospel passage. You know, John is out there preaching and he has his followers and all of a sudden he turns around and he sees Jesus and he says, there is the Lamb of God. By the way, that's the first time it's always his response. Nobody, the Lamb of God is never referred to as the Messiah or anything in the Old Testament. If he said, there is the Lamb, they have no idea what the Lamb of God means. But his two disciples turn around and leave John to follow Jesus. And Jesus sees them following after him and learns around and goes, what do you want? What do you want? And they don't know how to respond. Goes to show you that sometimes we don't know what, what the Lord wants from us. We don't know what the Lord is calling us to do. And, and so they respond like, uh, uh, must, uh, a teacher, you know, emphasizing rabbi. Uh, where, where are you staying? Because a rabbi would usually stay and then invite people into where he was staying to teach them. And so they, they use that response. And Jesus says, okay, come follow me and see. And he, he, he teaches them for a period. He speaks to them for a period of time. And at that moment, their eyes are opened. They recognize the Lord. They respond and hear. They, they understand they're hearing the word of God. And so what do they do? They're transformed. That's the call to all of us. To be able to make ourselves known, to, to realize that God has spoken to us. And he has spoken to every single one of you here. You know that. He has, he has called you in by name numerous times. And we haven't held on to that. We haven't been changed by that. That's the response. And so we hear, we hear that even go farther in this gospel. In the sense that one of them is, is Peter's, Cephas' uh, 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 brother. So he, Andrew comes to, to, his, to Peter and says, we've, we've, we found the Messiah. And Peter comes and he, and he introduces himself. And he says, and Jesus turns to him and he says, I'm you will now be known as Peter. You will be changed. The whole emphasis is when we hear the word of God, when we hear that God has touched us, we are called to be changed, to be different, to be people realizing that I'm walking with the Lord. How many of us could turn around and say, when have we got so many other things in our life so overcome us so that we seem to forget that God is with us? That's what this gospel and all of these readings are about, to remind ourselves that we are walking with the Lord. And no matter what happens, no matter what happens in this world, I love that, that, that story in, in, in from from the Corinthians that Paul talks. No matter what happens to us, we are walking with God. 
And especially in our time now with pandemics and political upheaval and all sorts of difficulties in this world, we are reminded that we are walking with God, listening to him and being guided by him. That should put us at ease. That should put us in an understanding that God's love is always abounding. 